Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 99. This week on the show, I've got a up-and-coming artist. Uh, stage name is pronounced Sorry, S-R-Y. Um, had a great time talking with him. Uh, we talked about new music, kind of the direction that he wants to go, um, he's done a lot of stuff in his past as far as uh, different musical projects, different genres, things like that. Like, even though this iteration of what he is doing is new and upcoming, um, the guy's no stranger to the music industry. He's no, um, you know, beginner, if you will, or anything like that. We had a great time talking about. Again, the new music, the direction that he's going, kind of the influences into his sound, um, and really kind of dug into what this project means to him and uh, kind of his vision for it. Um, Great time talking to him, like I said, and really appreciate him taking the time to uh, do the conversation because, you know, sometimes it's not super easy to... Uh, link up and this happened um, just a little bit before Thanksgiving so obviously holiday plans and things like that tend to get in the way Um, but yeah let's go ahead and just dive right in let's get into this conversation that I had with Sari so to kick things off uh, let's start off with the the same boring ass question that you get in every interview who are you Uh, why are we here talking and just a little background on yourself What's up, y'all? My name is Sari. I am a hip-hop artist and producer from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Um, You know, I've been at it for a hot minute. I started, like, touring when I was super young. Um, It's, like, 15 years old, and I was, like, I started doing merch in a metalcore band and then kind of just, like, moved my way up and and started playing instruments and found myself here. And, you know, I, I... just started releasing music under the name sorry about like two years ago something like that and um i was super fortunate i had a a video go like fairly viral on facebook and it it kind of put me in a spot to work with some really dope artists and yeah i've just it's been like a crazy crazy past couple years dude to be honest like Yeah, for sure. And I I think, you know, you've got a a super interesting backstory, you know, like you said, coming out of being young and in the metal scene and like the hard rock scene and then making this transition into hip hop and beats and producing and and all this. What was that transition like for you? Was it a a pretty natural uh, progression for you? Yeah, dude, I... I always loved hip hop when I was growing up. Like, I was super, super into like... uh, you remember when MTV used to play music, y'all, back in the glory days, I would like every weekend just like sit with my dad in the mornings and watch MTV and I would just like watch all the music videos and like, I don't know, it was so inspiring. So I always had the love for hip hop in the back of my head. Um, and, you know, I dabbled in production throughout my entire run with metal. Uh, so, you know, I was like kind of making hip hop beats on the side. And then one day I was just like, you know, I think I'm going to give this a shot. And I did it, yo. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, a super cool thing that, like, obviously it, it was with you this whole time, but, like, kind of that beat dormant. And then it's like, 
okay, I have an opportunity to make this work and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, it was really cool. And it was like, it felt, I don't know. I feel like it was just the right time in my life for it to kind of, you know, start doing its thing. Like I've, I kind of got all the kinks out of the way with the music industry, like at such a young age, like we went from doing the like shitty little, like actually fun fact, the first tour we ever went on was in a little Dodge Durango and it was like seven dudes shoved up in there and everyone was like sleeping on the floor and stuff. And, uh, you know, we like did the the standard going from that to being able to, you know, like fly to shows and like see all sorts of beautiful parts of the world. We, you know, never would have gotten to see before. So, uh, it is crazy, dude. It's been, it's been nuts, but I'm feeling very blessed, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, for someone that's also, I'm so sorry if I lose you, like, yeah, my connections in and out a little bit too. So I was going to say, let's kill video. Cause that should, yeah, let's uh, do it. That's perfect here. That, that should give us um, a little better. There we go, connection. bro. My, there we go. That should give us a little stabler connection anyway. Perfect. Uh, can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Perfect, bro. Sorry yep. about that. No, you're all good, man. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, you, you almost got there. Who are some of the people like growing up that, that really did, you know, you sink your teeth into that this is the type of like hip hop that I want to do. And these are the beats that are being made that inspired you. Yeah, dude. So I always like, I loved, I think the first, the first track that I heard that really like intrigued me in the hip hop realm was, uh, it was a Biggie track or, um, there was a point in time where. All right, you're back. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry, y'all. Dude, it happens. No worries. <laughs> Wi-Fi. It's been a hell of a day. Anyhow, I'm so sorry. We're back with it. Um, so I was like super in to like biggie for a hot minute when i was younger and then uh snoops like like the doggy style album was like the first one that i would say i like dove into and tried to like recreate like the first beat i ever tried to recreate was gin and juice uh yeah dude and then it it was weird though because i took like a a sharp turn and started listening to like slipknot and like (laughs) like the iowa album specific like really heavy around that same period of time so slowly it morphed into like new metal and then that kind of evolved into trap and yeah dude i i kind of was like all over the place but i feel like it, it like paved the way for the music i make now so yeah and i i think that's the the awesome thing about the way the music industry's progressed it sounds like you and i are pretty close to the same age i'm 36 um so seeing you know a lot of this progression the way the music industry is now like you don't have to be tied down to that one genre anymore uh, exactly. or that one sound so like it's opened that door for you where you know cool i've you know done this metal stuff and i've you know experimented with beats and and production uh and then you got to do like you said earlier some really really cool shit like working with the dudes in crown the empire yeah dude and it was like it's so cool because i feel like where we're at with music now and like where tiktok and shit really comes to play and, and is a positive is that it's making it possible for artists to make absolutely any genre at any given time like so many of my favorite artists are artists that like drop like you'll hear like a a southern rock song one day and then like two days later they're dropping some like distorted trap shit you know what i mean like i just it's such a cool time for music uh like what is your favorite genre bro 
Uh, I mean, uh, I grew up as a pop punk and emo kid, so yes, sir. Of, yeah, our favorite, of, like Good Charlotte, Yellow Card, Bayside back in the oh day. Oh my god, dude, Good Charlotte was another another major one, bro. So like the uh, I was gonna tell you earlier. Um, I heard you. I was like skimming through some of your prior episodes, and I like heard you mention Good Charlotte. And I actually got to go to the Madden Studio in Burbank and like record a song with those dudes. And it was like the craziest moment of my life. Like one of my birthday cakes when I was a kid was a Good Charlotte album cover. And then like <laughs> to fast forward to do that was nuts, bro. Like insane. But I like I heard you were a fan of them, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I actually. Um... Man, way back in the day, they went on tour with Runner Runner and Yellow Card. And I actually oh. got to meet the Madden brothers that day. And that was super sick. Dude, that is so sick, dude. Shout out Benji and Joel. Y'all are the fucking MVPs. Well, and, and there's someone too, like Good Charlotte has evolved their sounds to some extent over the years. But like Benji and Joel specifically, the production that they do and things like that, like they are in every genre of music and people just don't know it. And dude, you know what's really dope about them is their ear for talent is unreal. Like, I don't know if you've like gone over their roster at all, but like, man, they have like water parks, they have um Dwayne. I don't know if you've ever heard like any of the Dwayne stuff. They have yeah. they have like this really Chase Atlantic, like I don't know, they have a super like diverse selection but they're all so unique or like every artist has something about them that is just like you can't pin you know what i mean like it, yeah. it, it's just like it's so dope and it's like only benji and joel could find these dudes like it's 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 sick man yeah and and for anyone listening you know we're obviously going to be putting you over on this podcast but uh to put over some of those bands yeah. that you just mentioned like Dwayne just dropped that that single with sophie powers called greed <laughs> Oh that my god, and it's a so dude, <laughs> dude, bro. That song slaps. Like, listen, I saw, I think I saw his first Philly show with Chase Atlantic. It was when they were doing the, um, God, what was the name? It was the album with like the Red Rose. It had like OK on it, and, yeah. like, oh, you know, that first like major record that they put out there. Uh, I saw him open for them in Philly, and his energy, bro, was so wild like that dude seriously loves what he's doing and it shows so much in his music so shout out to him for sure yeah and and chase is another one chase atlantic like those dudes are right on the cutting edge of like really defining a new genre oh dude um, they i can single-handedly say they were like one of the, the biggest inspirations for me when i started doing sorry like i they're like they are musical geniuses bro like they they truly you couldn't have said it any better they are like defining their own genre right now like they they are combining elements that i didn't even think were possible to combine and like pulling it off so effortlessly like yeah and then they just teamed up um i don't know i guess it's been about two months ago now but they teamed up with uh maggie lindeman to read oh my god yes and it's like like that song was already so good. Such and a then thing. You Did you see her. the video, bro? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, dude! It's like some like fucking Miami Vice shit. Like that is the <laughs> hardest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, bro. Yeah, for sure. And then obviously, you know, we have to touch on Water Park since we touched on the others. Um, oh, Austin, yes, sir. Austin, yeah, Austin is incredible. The news that 
absolutely killed me, like, in the best sort of way. Did you just see, I think it was, like, last week, they're changing the fucking song title to one of their songs because a fan got the wrong lyrics tattooed on them. But everybody <gasps> likes those lyrics. Better. Oh, my God, dude. That's the most rock and roll shit I've ever heard in my life. Dude, that is, see, this is what's up, y'all. 2021, we're out here changing with the times that's sick dude i actually like bro i've seen um at one point in time someone got a oh god i don't want to botch it what was it a title like tattoo that was like oh dude i'm gonna dm it to you after this but they botched it so bad and i remember them sharing it and like they were like close enough and it's just so funny bro it is like worth putting in the comments or some shit it is so funny bro (laughs) Yeah, it, well, like, so I've got some lyrics tattooed. Oh, sorry, bro. Hold on. Let me see if I can. New music. Can you hear me? So sorry, dude. You're fine. And you had lyrics tattooed on you. No, you're fine. Um, so, yeah. am I coming in okay? Yeah, you're, you okay. got you back, okay, bro. Cool. Um, so, yeah, like, when it comes to lyric tattoos, I've got a, a set of lines on me and like I made sure that I wrote that shit down. I went like a hundred times. Like, yeah, I went to the it. internet, like checked four or five different lyric sites. Like everybody's got the same shit, right? Like this, nobody misses. Yes, this. dude. Smart <laughs> because, man, dude. Right, because it, it's kind of like the the joke about like Chinese and Japanese symbols for tattoos. Like you better make sure you know what the fuck you're getting. Yes, dude. Literally, so we were so blessed with that. Our videographer uh, is like, you know, sorry, I think I lost you, bro. But our, our videographer is like so into Asian culture, and and you know, his his family is constantly traveling back and forth, and like he is our go-to guy to make sure anything we do that has you know what i mean like he just proofreads it all and it's crazy how much dude you would be surprised how much like the shit is really wrong and even in like textbooks and like you know what i mean like there's a lot of instances where that stuff is not correct so it's like good to have a proper opinion whether it be lyrics symbols anything you know like take your time read it over yeah yeah and you know in this day and age don't be afraid to fucking put it out there too like dm the artist or like yeah or whatever and be like Hey, I'm thinking about getting this. Just wanted to, you know, make sure I've got everything right or get your thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, dude. And that's like, y'all, if you're listening to this and you have any doubts about messaging an artist, please don't. Just do it. Just send it. And if they don't respond, don't don't get their tat. Or at least wait. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. No, that's it, it, it's so true, though. Like, I, you know, I've actually had podcast interviews that I just shot my shot on instagram like hey i do this podcast uh would you want to be on it and you know it's amazing how many artists are like dude that sounds dope let's do it yeah and dude those are the artists you get on the phone with them and they're just like such a vibe and they're like enjoyable to have a conversation with and it's because they really love what they do and unfortunately with the music industry right now there's so many people that are like chasing dollar signs and chasing like clout and a bunch of fake shit that they lose sight of the music and that's like what we're all here for so what better way to connect through music you know what i mean like i've gotten to meet some of the coolest people ever through making music or or listening to music or going to shows you know what i mean and that's what's so special about it so i feel like if you know you have a fan of your music and you can't take 
two seconds, even if it's to like send a heart back to a message, right. then you're, you're, you know what I mean? It's just not right. I try to connect with absolutely everybody. And, and some days we'll get like a couple hundred DMs, you know what I mean? And it might take me a second, but I get back, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, obviously, I mean, you want to believe that every artist is about it, you know, just the same way, but like, Justin Bieber, for example, we'll, we'll use him. Like that dude probably literally gets hundreds of thousands of messages a day. Probably not going to make it to everyone, but that doesn't mean that he's not also yeah still trying or doing. What yes. He can. And let me revise my statement that hundred percent because yeah, there are, you know, once you hit a certain point, I do understand there's like such a huge volume and an influx that it's impossible, but um, you know, he's, he's one that I definitely respect too, because he does go above and beyond for his fans. And he, he like does meetups and he like, will do appearances and he'll like actually take time. Like he, he's somebody that's grown and evolved too. Like, I remember, yeah. you know, when he was younger, you know, he was like, not about the paparazzi and not about people. And then he like grew and, and, and started realizing how impactful fans really are. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. Plus let's be very honest his newest album is an absolute fucking banger my guy that lives rent free in my fucking head all the time dude yeah it's it's incredible and it's know, so good dude it you know to where you're at as well like to draw a little bit of similarities here you know like he's got the song with uh benny blanco and like benny has been doing shit for years and just now got on some big stuff over the last couple of years yeah dude he's two years in and people are like yeah no that's dope let's let's work together yeah dude and like you brought up crown and i interrupted you but that was like another one of those instances where i was a kid going to crown the empire shows like waiting in line and like awkwardly walking up to their merch table you know what i mean and then now like fast forward like we're sending demos of songs back and forth like all the time and just like bullshitting about you know whatever and it's just crazy it's it's insane and it's like to any kid out there like you can do absolutely anything you set your mind to you just have to do it and you have to just take the jump and not be afraid to fall that's like like you're you're gonna fall but it's it's getting back up that is absolutely mandatory like you i i jumped so hard in 2019 like i i just seriously i was like all right this is my life now you know what i mean this is um, every second of every day is going to be dedicated to this and i did it and it was the best thing i've ever done yeah and you know i think too with that like you never know the connections that you're potentially going to make you know like there there are a few artists that i've interviewed that have worked with kellen quinn and it's like every one of them have said man if you would have asked me five ten years ago like that never would have happened. I never would have believed that I would have had that opportunity. And I think yeah. it goes to your point. Just shoot the shot. Like worst case scenario, they don't read it or they don't reply. Yeah, dude. It's like, at least you did it. Like, what's it going to change? No one's going to judge you for shooting your shot. You know what I mean? Like we're all out here trying to create something special. And and the, the worst case scenario, you don't hear something back. It's all right. It wasn't supposed to happen. You know, that's how I look at it at least. Yeah. And like for anybody else out there too, who, you know, is like, hesitating on shooting their shot i um like in 2019 like 2018 2019 i was like obsessed with this artist named paris mm -hmm. and he um you know he was like uh he was i saw him open for post and i just fucked with his music so hard and like dope visuals like every song's a banger and i just like 
loved that shit and i covered one of his songs one day and did like a metalcore rendition of it and i sent it to him on instagram right and like didn't hear anything back no big deal and then months later like three months later i got a dm at like 2 a.m i'll never forget it i was sitting in my studio tracking vocals and he wrote back and was like yo this is tight can you make more uh and yeah then we started like you know chatting back and forth and i was like making some some stuff for him and then you know a couple months later we did a song together shot a video and now we actually you'll be the first person i get to tell this to but we just finished a second track and it's like easily my best work ever i'm so excited i'll send it to you bro yeah, um yeah. but yeah no we got to do it it's just it's one of those things you you'll never know unless you try so shoot your shot y'all <laughs> yeah for sure and you know it, gonna go ahead and brag on you a little bit that song if i'm not mistaken is hurt before right yeah dude it is at one million uh three uh let's see one million thirty one thousand eight hundred ninety four streams as of right now which is wild, bro. Like to me, I know that number's not too crazy, but like to me, that means the fucking world, dude. Like Man, that song. You say that it's not crazy, but like, for lack of a better way to put this, you're only a three-year-old artist. Like that's a big number. For yeah, no, dude. At. It, it it's crazy, dude. Like I, it seriously doesn't even. And and honestly, like they just told me yesterday. I think it just hit like four point eight million on SoundCloud, which is like. Dude, like, to think that that many people have heard that, let alone, like, actually listen to it, is fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think that goes back into kind of our our point about shooting your shot, right? Like, that goes for putting your art out there as well. Yeah, no, dude, for sure. And it's like, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I sat there and thought about scrapping that song. And Paris heard it and was like, no, we can't throw that away. You know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah. He's got to put it out there, dude. It's like the worst thing that's going to happen is that one doesn't stick, but the next one might. Yeah, and I think that's the the thing is, you know, you have to to truly be in it for the right reasons, right? Like, like you, you do, earlier, bro. There you... are artists that are chasing paychecks, and I think what you're going to find are those artists burn out a lot faster. They just yeah, there's no longevity because there's no love for the the craft. You know what I mean? Like I. I won't lie to y'all. I actually like I took a six month break and just recently kind of kicked back up because the industry just like drained me. Like I actually I went through a whole team switch and and management. It, like you would be so there's a lot of vampires out here. Like this oh, industry yeah. is is not very friendly and it's very much a money game. Uh, and artists are not treated like humans and it's not fair and nobody can talk about it because if you do talk about it, you get canceled or, you know, you get shoved under the, the, the rug. But, you know, it's a, it's a really toxic industry if you're not in it for the right reasons. I love music and I love connecting with people that love music and, and love people, you know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah. that's why I do it. I get to meet amazing people and like, sure, it's cool to be able to support yourself off of music and that's great and that's you know everybody wants that but like i will make music i would live in a cardboard box you know what i mean and the freezing cold to make music and and have it actually make someone's day better like i will do that over taking a paycheck any day of the week and i wish all artists could say the same but you know it's up to us to release our art and and put love out into the air and and you know be an example of of what you know musicians should be i don't you know yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm sure you no, see no. it all the time, dude. I'm sure there's been some podcasts that you've had to sit through and you're like, damn, you know, it's like 
they're not people aren't present you know what i mean it's like yeah just clocking into a job so it's like yeah it's quite especially on the music journalism side like obviously with music we live in a capitalist world right like we all know and understand that we have to make money but like there are definitely times that i've had to your point an artist jump on a, a podcast with me and it's just like real short answers they just you know they're not feeling it and it could be my style it could be their style whatever you know who knows but at the same time and when you start doing research and looking at like maybe their instagram or whatever it's like oh they don't really interact with fans all that much no no dude it's almost like where are they at (laughs) no dude it's like my thing is this regardless even if even which i enjoy your style this has actually been one of the most enjoyable interviews i've had in so long and it's like it's refreshing. And, and even if say I didn't like your style, dude, like I would still take the time. And I feel like anyone should take the time. Like you're on the phone with me. You're taking time out of your day to talk to me. Like the least someone could do is like try to connect with you. You know what I mean? You're a cool dude. And like, you deserve respect. And unfortunately, like in this industry, I'm sure you've not gotten that many times. And I want to apologize, you know, on behalf of, yeah, dude, I just say it's crazy, man. It's, it does. And it, I think it goes both ways, not to cut you off, but I think it goes both ways where like, you know, looking at maybe some of your, your promo art or whatever, there are definitely journalists out there that are like, man, that's, you know, I'm not going to like it, like preconceived yeah, yeah. and it's like, but give it five minutes or just because, you know, I've interviewed artists that I don't necessarily dig their music, but the people that I talk to are some. Yeah, yeah, no you a hundred percent oh shit sorry bro i may have just lost you one second. can you oh, hear me there we go yep gotcha but yeah no dude like you like that's because you know you actually you care about this and you can tell you care about it and like it, it seems like it's your life you know what i mean and and you love it and that's what sets you apart you know what i mean and that's like kind of going back to the thing of of you know releasing music and just shooting your shot is like you you have to be authentic and you have to just do that shit because there's just so many other people out there that are, are just using this shit and not, and, and yeah. honestly kind of just disrespecting the the craft, you know what I mean? So it's, it's up to us, the ones that really care to, to do this, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I, I think part of it, it's the double-edged sword of the digital age. Like it's so easy to get music out there. So there are people that take advantage of it because oh, fuck it, you know, I'll just release another song next week or whatever. But then there are people like you that are truly busting your ass doing what you love and, you know, are trying to make an impact. And it's all a matter of timing in this new age. It is, dude, it is. And it's like, I try to be, you know, I I let, I, for a a period of time, let it discourage me. And I took a step back and I like had to reevaluate like where, because that's the, that's the other part of this whole thing, dude, is it's like you, you get in the grind and you get around so many people and things start turning and you get like, you know, you get a little frustrated sometimes when things aren't, you know, go that way and you have to step back. And and I had to realign and be like, you know, you don't, you have to remember like we're doing this because we love music. You're not doing this. You know what I mean? And, and I wish a lot more people would do that when they started feeling that way It's just step back and say, Hey, what got me into this? You know what I mean? It was, it was young you sitting beside your bed jamming a record. Like that's how this all started. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, to your point earlier um, about like vampires in the industry, 
uh, it's it's super true, you know. Like obviously, record labels get the bad rap and and whatnot because they've been demonized over the years, um, and some of them are pretty shady and and have bad deals. But like, I think your overall point with that is if you surround yourself with the right people that believe in what you're doing and have a passion, you can't lose. Do, you cannot yeah, lose. You're, you're always going to be on top. Yes, sir. And that is something if you've made it this far in the podcast, that's something I hope you like really, truly take to heart is that, you know, that's, that's, that's really what matters is having the people around you that you love and trust. You need to trust them with your life because it is not a very friendly industry and, you know, like people will shock you, you know what I mean? They, they will absolutely blindside you. So you need to make sure that the people around you are ones that, that love and care about you. Like my team, that's with me i they're the best people in the world you know what i mean it's like we it's like yeah. my family so yeah for sure and I, I think, but it took know, time let me say that it took some time it took i wish dude you know what i wish i could invent y'all i wish i could invent like a fucking sorting hat from harry potter <laughs> but for uh for musicians and crew that would be lit yeah that that's the like Oh, the the dream, right? Like, okay, so right. based on your style, you're gonna go over here. You're gonna be with this team. This is the yeah, because you'll fit there. You'll start. You'll you'll do great things there. You know what I mean? And, and you'll be happy there. <laughs> like, man, some people just force shit. This shouldn't be, and it's it's do do, do things you love, y'all. <laughs> right, right, and I I think unfortunately sometimes, especially as young artists in the industry that first label comes by or the one that you recognize the name for comes by and they're like, Hey, here's a deal for you. And you want to jump on it because, Oh shit. I I've heard that name. Right? Yeah. Right. And then, you know, it may not be the, the most competitive deal or, or the best opportunity for you. And then it's like, okay, now I'm stuck. And that's where you're right. losing and that passion. And that, yeah, and dude, that's where having the right people around comes into play is because, you know, if you have the right people around with your best interests, they're going to let you sit there and actually like take the time and consider and make sure that it's a good option and make sure the right legal team is in place to, you know what I mean? Like I was young and dumb, man. Like I made some real bad deals in my day and it's not, I, I at the time, I'm sure you could go back and find tweets of me bitching about labels and all that. It wasn't the label's fault. You know what I mean? They didn't make me sign that piece of paper at all. It was just my lack of knowledge at that time and being young and not really understanding the industry and how it works. You know what I mean? And, and that happens a lot. It's, it's shitty that labels do it, but it's no different than the, the way you get sold a car or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's just how it is. And it's like, it's all about knowledge and it's all about having the right people that really care. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, to not to. Oh, no, y'all, we're losing connection. We might be back. I think I hear you. Can you hear me, bro? That doesn't happen just by chance. I'm so sorry, man. I got we got cut off. You're fine. You're fine. Yo, I said I, I think for you. Yeah, I think for you, it, it's super true. And like, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but like you've released three or four singles over the last or so, and every one of them has started to trend and, and pop off a little bit. And that doesn't just happen by chance. Yeah, no, dude. And I really appreciate that, man. Uh, and I also appreciate that you took the time to even check my shit out, which is really dope. And like, you know, a lot of dude, you just, you know, you know how this shit is, dude. You get on the phone with people and they don't even know who the fuck they're talking to. So it's, it's dope that you care. But, um, 
yeah, no, dude, it's, it's crazy. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's insane. It's the most rewarding thing in the world to like, you know, release music and have people care and like, dude, getting on TikTok and seeing your trending or like something, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? It's like shit that you never, I don't know, for me, it's like literally dream come true. So it makes all of that other stuff seem like a little ant, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think too, the, the trick is nowadays to find your audience where they're at. And I think for you, TikTok has been a, a pretty strong area for you, right? Yeah, no, dude, it really has. I, I like what's really funny is I had my initial pop on TikTok come from doing like a just stupid like parody of an SNL skit on it kind of trickled into music. But, you know, like, dude, it really it really helped like a lot. It helped me sh- kind of spread my stuff out and, and it got into the hands of people that would have never heard it, you know, otherwise. So um, I think TikTok is a major player for myself and just the music industry in general. Like it, it's such a powerful tool right at your fingertips. Yeah, for sure. And I think it, it's underutilized right now. And I'm super guilty of that because I have an account. I just scroll and like other people's shit. I don't make anything yet. But like, but here, you is, know what I would say is cool about that, though, dude, is it, it's that it's such an intuitive algorithm that you doing that is building such a high database of like what you and your right. content you know what I mean? How it's going to travel. Like that's not necessarily a bad thing. And if y'all are listening to this, like if you get bored or if you're smoking a blunt, you just, you know, feeling like you want to watch a show, skip the show tonight and hop online and just research the algorithm, like get on there and like try to figure out like what made your like most watched video successful. And I guarantee you, you know, you're going to find that it was just consistent posting and consistent engagement and consistent, like, you know what I mean? Like, like the, the, you can pretty much conquer the world from your cell phone and a free app right now. All that stopped you is just not doing it. So like right. not to be on some Steve Jobs shit, but like y'all should real shit, give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And that, I mean, that's super true. So like my, my day job outside of this is uh, I run the marketing for a company. And just today, me and my boss were talking about this presentation that we're going to be putting together. And he's like, you know, he's a little bit older and he straight up said, like, I don't know shit about the information that I know you can get. So, like, tell me what our Facebook posts are doing and all that. Like, the amount of information that is at your fingertips about what you put out there is insane. Is It's insane. And, and artists, if you're listening to this, uh, shout out to you, number one. And two, um, your Facebook and your Instagram and anything that you're touching that has to do with your data and your music and your, your content is collecting for you. Like you have an entire list of people ready to, to hear your music right now, just built up. And that's something that, you know, takes a little research, but it it makes it so that you have the chance to actually do this. And, And for me, it it made it possible to to reach out and say like hey you know what here's my music i'm here like you know like the coolest thing for me dude is like we'll play shows and like there was one instance in particular i played in houston texas and this family drew like eight hours to meet me (laughs) and their their daughter was just like so like taken back and like she cried and she told me like you know how much her her lyrics had meant, my lyrics meant to her and and like how it caught her at the right time in life and like that was me dude and the artist was nothing nowhere i don't know if you've ever heard of him but it, his there was an album called reaper and it caught me at a time where like i couldn't have needed like 
music and like something like that more you know what i mean and, and to be that for somebody is insane and it's like you know if all it takes for you whoever's listening to do that is download some apps and, and take the time to research it do it please because it's the most rewarding thing that you will ever experience in life yeah yeah i mean the the you know, how often people are looking at your stuff, what time that most of your people are online. Um, so, you know, kind of when to post and what to post. And then like Spotify and Apple, you can see exactly what cities people are, are loving your shit. So now, like, yeah, dude, it's like, I always try to, I, so I produce, like, that's my job outside of, of just, you know, making music and stuff is I produce artists and I write, and I ghostwrite. And, you know, what I try to like get in the heads of all of my artists that I work with is it's almost like, you know, like a plant dude, like yeah. you study that thing the first week and you figure out what it likes, what it doesn't like. And if you're kind to it, it's going to be kind to you and it's going to grow and it's going to flourish. It's going to be beautiful. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it's no different than sitting there researching your analytics and just figuring out like, okay, I post it in the, in the, this doesn't mean you have to have 10,000 followers to do this. Like this could be two people. Like if you're listening to this, don't get discouraged. If we're talking numbers that seem like overwhelming, like this could be dumbed down to say you make a post, right? And three people like it and you look at the analytics and it said like, all right, well, those three people liked it at, you know, between three and three 30 PM. Like, okay, maybe I should post tomorrow at that time. And guess what? There's four people, you know, and that's how this works. And if you're consistent with it, you know, like I'm sure, you know, all of y'all, take the time to you know like brush your teeth and go to the bathroom in the morning like that time you could just very easily snap a picture post something with you know what's going you know what i mean like you, if you if you take the time and study it and do it like you'll get good at it and it'll grow and that's just such a cool thing to have like right at your fingertips you know what i mean it doesn't take that long once you figure the stuff out it just becomes ingrained in your brain. Like, okay. Like for me, for, for the podcast on the Instagram and whatnot, I know typically between four and 6 PM are when the majority of my people are online that like my stuff. So that's when I'm going to post about episodes. Yeah, exactly. Dude. And then it's like, you know, more people, the more, yeah, it's just, you know, I'm sure it took some observing, but the, the more consistent you've been with that, I'm sure the more you've seen an increase in your, your stuff. And it's like, yeah, I hate to keep hitting the same point for y'all, but like the consistency is key with this stuff. And and if you're a like young, inspiring artist, like definitely take the time, dude. It's like, think of it as practice for your music at this point. Like, you know what I mean? Just throw it right on in there with rotation of practicing. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it doesn't take that long to research it. Like you said, like, when you're sitting down on the on the toilet in the morning, scroll for five Yeah, minutes. just scroll through it. and five like yeah, just you know what I like to do, y'all, is I just keep I'll go and find a nice article or like a blog post or something that uh you know I I trust the the source and I'll just leave it up all day and just scroll at it, read like a paragraph or two a day. And you know what? Like doesn't matter if it takes you a day, a week, whatever, like you're still you're still gonna get it. It's just definitely worth researching. Yeah, for sure. And real quick, I want to jump back and, and hype Nothing Nowhere a little bit, too. Uh, we've oh, yeah. Everybody that you and I've brought up. But the another he's another artist that is truly like taking a stand in his own kind of genre, but then yeah, over dude. and like 
the song he did, Death Wish, that he did with uh, Stand Atlantic. With Stand Atlantic, yes, oh. sir. And then he just <laughs> he did the uh, the re-release of oh fuck, what's the song title? Uh, he did it with Sum Forty One. Oh, oh god, off of their their full length there that came yeah. out what like a year ago. It with the gold cover. Yep. Yellow or something. It's about that song is super deep anyway. Uh so that song I have to because it's gonna fucking kill me here. Uh it's called Catching Fire. Dude, it's killing me. Is it called it's like catching fire? Yeah, yes! catching fire. So um that song is actually about Derek's wife and like a potential suicide attempt and all this like heavy heavy shit and then to throw nothing nowhere on that as well like talk about just driving the point home on like versatility and amping shit up no and dude what was cool about that was that's the case where some 41 truly understood the dirt like nothing nowhere and where he stands with music and, and the kind of art he creates and that that made like a classic song you know what i mean and that's like such an important part of this process and that's where loving the music comes into play because there's about a million rap songs on the radio right now where it sounds like sounds like they kind of just took a verse that was recorded to a different song and slapped it in this song and the manager got 10 grand and the artist got you know fucking two dollars or whatever you know what i mean it's like right you know how that shit goes and it's just like you know like they took the time to really craft something and that's so important and once again that's because they love music (laughs) y'all like yeah, for sure. So um, I'm going to touch on, you know, since this episode is about you, um, talk a little bit about the writing process for you, because for anyone. Oh, no, what a terrible song. time to lose you. I'm so sorry, bro. Oh, I no, lost no, you at the worst time. So, um, on, on your music. So talk a little bit about writing oh, right. for yourself, where because like your music is still very true to life and very like you're not an emo rapper by any means but there's definitely emotion in it yeah i know dude for sure um like the the i'm so excited to actually show everyone the album because there's so much like deeply personal you know content to me like there's a song called miss insecurities the one that i did uh with like billy and the madden bros and and um, you know, the Madden camp, like that song's about my sister, dude. Like I, I, it was about her drug addiction and, and, and watching her go through that at a super young age and then getting sober. And, and, you know, there's some songs in there that talk about death and talk about, you know, like everything, man. I really, it's my life story. Like I seriously spent as much time as humanly possible making that sound like, you know, the, the soundtrack of my life. So, uh, you know the writing process though it just depends i always start with the instrumental no matter what and i try to make all of my own stuff if if you know if i am going to use a beat or something that i find i I try to reach out to you know the the maker or the producer and we collaborate like they'll send stems and i'll rewrite around it we you know really make it something that i i is mine you know what i mean it feels like sorry Uh, and that's something with all of my new music that's about to come out um, I think everyone's going to hear it really, I feel like sounds like me. I, I don't know if I could go and say like, oh, this sounds like, you know, whoever. And, and it's something that I'm so fucking proud of. And I'm so excited for y'all to hear it. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be dope. And I think and I'm going to send you all of it, bro. I'm literally about to, when we get off of this thing, DM me on Insta and I'm going to send you like literally a SoundCloud folder of like 50 songs. Uh, 
And uh, dude, when you get bored, just jam them. I'd love to hear your uh, opinions because it sounds like you and I have literally the same taste in music, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll definitely do that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about as we we end 2021 here, kind of obviously we're as we're talking about a month and a half away from the end of the year. But kind of what's your your game plan rolling out of 2021 now that live music starting to come back, the world is kind of yes, to normal. Sir, what let's all take a second and do a quick slow clap for live right. music coming back, <laughs> y'all. We fought so hard and it's finally back. Um, but you know, rolling out of the 21, we're gonna uh, we have a few shows lined up, some of our homies, and we're doing a little traveling uh, to finish off the year, uh, and then starting up in 2022 here i'm actually going to be releasing my album after like two years of waiting i'm so excited to announce it and tell y'all all about it but uh gonna be releasing my record and doing a full u.s tour and you know getting to play these songs to you know my my sorry fam i'm so excited yeah man and i think that's the there's no better feeling for an artist that, you know, this thing that you've worked on now for, especially because of COVID locking everything down, like oh, you've, yes. you've had to sit on this thing because I don't want to say there's no point to release music during COVID because there obviously was people needed it just as bad yeah. as more, but like, it's really hard to be an artist and be like, Hey, here's a whole body of work. I can't play any shows or do anything live with you guys, but you know, yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to really like, I almost feel like for me, at least like seeing me live is like an experience. And I feel like it, it makes you gravitate towards the, the work of art that, you know what I mean? Like you go to see a band live and they put on a kick-ass show. First thing you're going to want to do is hop on Spotify or hop on yeah. YouTube and just like, you know, watch their shit. And that's like the most important thing about, releasing a record is being able to to get that point across and like really show people what that body of work you know means to you and and that's how you know we express it is live and you know without that it's not that there isn't a point to releasing music because you know we all love music and we need it but you can't really release music in in volume because it's i i hate to say it but it'll just fall on on deaf ears because yeah you know yeah with it being covid we consume so much so fast that it gets stale so like say you know if, you, if i put a single out every week you know uh, versus putting an album out you're gonna listen to those singles because you only have to take two minutes or not even uh, 30 seconds to skim it right. um you know what i mean but if i put out an album the chances are you know we're so used to just seeing these so much shit come out that like you know you're, you're probably gonna skim over and and when you see somebody live and you're drawn towards it you know you're actually gonna take time and really check it out so so important that you know music like albums especially are released when you can tour and that that's what i'm so excited for is to really start to you know show people what my art means to me and and you know the the whole like my entire image is about to change. Like my, my social media is all about to change. And like, I don't know. I, I really, really excited for y'all to see everything that's going on. Uh, and also, um, I wanted to say a special shout out to Tom Savini and Jason Baker at Callisum studios. They spent weeks and weeks creating my mask that I'm going to be wearing for all my shows and appearances. And, um, they're amazing people. And, they have an online store that just launched. Um, they have some crazy masks. Tom was the guy who actually like designed the Jason Voorhees mask and like 
you know, directed and yeah. did so much for that franchise. And he's such a good dude and he helped me out so much. So I try to shout him out as much as I can. He's a great dude. Um, as well as Jason. So yeah, but uh yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of crazy shit. Get ready for a whole freak show and a half with all my new music, but me baby. Yeah, that, I think it's gonna be sick, man. And um I know there's some some collabs coming up that maybe we can't talk about too much, but what would be kind of the dream? You know, let's say 2022 really pops off for you. Who's a, a dream collaboration for you? Let me give you two. Okay, so if I could just sit down with two artists and cook up one, would 100% be Post Malone. And I know that is a very uh, common thing to hear, but I have such a respect for that man's ability to pick up any genre and just make it his own and i feel like collaborating with him and making something would be so amazing uh and then another one would be axel rose uh (laughs) because i i've been mad obsessed with guns and roses for years and years and years so i feel like that would just be wild yeah so i'm gonna ask you the question and you know it's the question that you have to ask any guns and roses fan uh chinese democracy chinese democracy. y'all listen i have mad love for slash and the boys dove susan the whole crew like i love y'all but, but chinese democracy just ain't it guys it just ain't it except for let me let me touch on one thing the song better on that album is a fucking bop and i will like right. headbang to that at, at any given time but the rest of it not so much but have you listened to their new stuff at all i have not heard anything new no Bro, promise me when we get off of this, you're going to go and listen to their last single. I, I Sorry, that's my dog. Y'all, <laughs> if y'all hear some some sniffles, you're hearing my puppy. Uh, no, I'll absolutely uh, check out the new single from them when we get off of this. So um, I think that's basically everything I've got. But anything. That well, I appreciate allowed- you. Joe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anything that you're allowed to tell us about 2022 I don't want to get you in trouble, especially with the girls. No, listen, here, let me, let me tell y'all this. I am just ready to release my art and be excited about it. So uh, in 2022, I have some songs coming out with some of my favorite artists like Lil Lotus, um, Good Charlotte, uh, Paris, and that's all I'll give y'all right now, but a whole bunch more. Uh, And it's going to be a crazy crazy year uh and if you're listening to this still and you made it all the way to the end of this i love you so fucking much and you being here means the absolute world to me uh and thank you so much to you too brother it was a genuinely enjoyable conversation and thank you for taking time out of your night to talk to me yeah absolutely man i appreciate it so what we'll do for the wrap-up is obviously i'll link all your socials and things like that but where can people find you what's the best way to interact with you online yeah, so, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram. Hello, I'm sorry, USA. Um, I'm most active on there, uh, and I respond to all of my DMs, so please uh, feel free to message me whenever. Um, I'm on, you know, Twitter, all that fun stuff, but Insta, Insta's the wave, y'all. Uh, and you can find me on Spotify and Apple Music under sorry, S-R-Y. Awesome, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for doing this. I'm looking yeah, forward to I appreciate to you, brother. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the SoundCloud link. Uh, yeah, dude, shoot me a DM on Instagram. And yeah. Yes, and I'll send it to you. I appreciate yeah. you, bro. Have a great night. Thanks, man. You too. Bye. Later.
And that was my conversation with Sorry. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, as always, huge shout out to him for taking the time, um, you know, and being available for me. Always enjoy talking to someone that, you know, honestly, everyone that I talk to really, but, um, you know, he's kind of a unique case where he's been in the industry to some degree for a long time. He's tried different genres. He's done all these different things and it's just super cool to see when someone finds the sound and the direction and the project that they want to be a part of. Um, and it, it really seems like this is going to be the, the project for him and the, the direction and sound that he's going for. Um, be sure that you do all the free stuff. I talk about it all the time, guys, but go, you know, like, subscribe, follow all that stuff on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, um, subscribe or follow on any of the streaming platforms that literally costs nothing and it gives them more visibility it gives them more um opportunities and you know playlist options and things like that it's it's so huge that if you're not in the industry or haven't seen the backside of spotify for that sort of stuff um, Apple Music, Google's the same. That plays into the analytics so much. And it can really, you know, take someone that's kind of hit a, a plateau or, you know, it's kind of grown stagnant for them and it can really launch them. They can start showing up in, in bigger and better playlists, things like that. Um, so go do all the free stuff. It costs nothing absolute worst case scenario you get some notifications about new stuff that they're putting out like that's not a big deal if you don't dig it at the end of that then fine you can unfollow or whatever but why not jump on for a little while see where this this train's going and you know maybe you're gonna find that artist that uh is the next big thing to you whether they make it or not um you know, commercially, obviously. Uh, and then, obviously, for the podcast, head over to Instagram. Um, I'm not real active on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Spotify or any of the streaming platforms. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow for that as well. Um, and on Instagram and Facebook would be the easiest two places to find it. Uh, the 2021 You Make the Scene Awards are live now. Voting is live now. So, uh, the voting runs until midnight on December 18th. So, hit the link in bio on Instagram. Um, go cast your votes. We have all kinds of cool categories. Artist of the Year, Album of the Year, Weekend Waves, Pop Punk Song of the Year, things like that. So... Um, that's everything, guys. I really appreciate everything you do for us. Um, and we're going to take you out with Sari's newest track, which is called Same AF. Um, big fan of this song, big fan of what he's doing, and I hope you guys enjoy it too. Remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you 
make the scene. 